Good morning, everyone. Uh, we've been thinking this weekend, of course, very much so, of the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. And uh, we've, this is the second of my messages um, with regard to the Queen's, some of the Queen's mentioned in the Bible. So we're reading in the little book of Esther, in chapter 2 and verse 17, Esther obtained grace and favour in the king's sight, so that he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. The Old Testament book of Esther is a most interesting book, and it puts me in mind of the Bible in miniature. It commences with a state and situation of joy, peace and unity, the whole of the kingdom was filled with beauty, order, and everything that is pure and delightful. The place we're introduced to is called Shushan, the palace, which means a lily, a white flower of dignity, uprightness, purity, beauty, and fragrance. But into, into what almost seemed to be a perfect environment comes disobedience and defiance to the king's command from the person, actually, who occupied such a place of privilege, none other than the Queen Vashti. Does that ring a bell? Just think of the beauty, fragrance, purity and perfection of Eden. Conditions in which God walked with Adam and Eve in that garden he had planted. And what happened? Doubt of his goodness, disobedience to his command, defiance against his warnings, and consequently sin came in. And as a result, the whole of that perfect world was brought into disarray and became subject to the curse, and all humanity fell under the judgment of God. But then as you continue reading this lovely little book of Esther, we find the central figure is a man called Mordecai, whose name means a little man. He was anything but little in the divine purposes, nor was he little in his devotion to the king. You'll read that he uncovered a conspiracy to murder the king and as a result preserved his life. Neither was this man little in grace and kindness. He had taken Esther, his cousin, who had lost both her parents and was orphaned, and he brought her up as his own daughter. All because of Mordecai, this beautiful young lady came into immense blessings and ultimately became the queen. But Mordecai was despised by a man called Haman, whose name means magnific magnificent. He was an Agagite, a people that hated God and hated God's people, the Jews. Mordecai refused to bow to this wicked man, and to make a long story short, he built a gallows, upon which he planned to hang Mordecai. However, that very gallows became not only the undoing of Haman, but his own destruction and that of all the plans he had devised to destroy the Jewish nation. Does that also ring a bell? The arch enemy of God planned and purposed by all and every means to destroy and do away with the Lord Jesus and all of God's promises for his believing people. But it was actually the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ that was the complete undoing 
of Satan of all that he had devised. And as scripture says, through death, the Lord Jesus destroyed him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, and delivered us. At the cross, Satan was defeated. Death was vanquished. And atonement for sin was fully accomplished. Paul said, God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. As the book of Esther draws to a conclusion, we then see what is said about this little man. The declaration of the greatness of Mordecai. What a contrast. Whereunto the king advanced him. Are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Media and Persia? For Mordecai the Jew was next unto King Ahasuerus, and great among the Jews, and accepted of the multitude of his brethren, seeking the wealth of his people, and speaking peace to all his seed. Wow. Here's a lesson for us all, isn't it? What God has promised is this, that the way up is down. I don't know whether you get that. The way up is down. As scripture says, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. That certainly rings a bell in my mind about my blessed Saviour. Do you remember what the angel told Mary, the Lord Jesus' mother? You shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. That is, there will be no frontier. He will reign from the river to the ends of the earth. And this Queen Esther, because of the man who had shown grace and favour to her, Mordecai that is, came into the place of privilege, glory and blessing as the consort of the king. How intensely precious and wonderful it is that because of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who, I say carefully and reverently, became that little man in the eyes of the world, scripture says, lower than the angels, in order to provide salvation and to secure for himself a bride. You and I, by receiving him as as our Lord and Saviour, form part of that privileged position of being the consort of the King of Kings. How amazing is that? There's so much more that we could glean and benefit from this little book of Esther, but we haven't got the time this morning. Perhaps we'll return to it another day. What an amazing book our Bible is. So, on this Platinum Jubilee weekend, I'm sure we all want to give God thanks for giving us such a faithful, gracious and God-fearing, Christ-trusting Queen. I'm sure we would all wish to be grateful to God for granting us these 70 years of such devotion, service and amazing example. But I'd like to say even more so, Those of us who have come to know and trust the Lord Jesus, let us give glory to God that his own beloved Son humbled himself and, as Scripture says, became flesh, became obedient, became poor and became dead 
in order to link us with himself as his bride and the objects of his love forever. God bless his word to you today.